Welcome to Locked On Lads episode number. No, that's not the oh, podcast geez. intro that's... at all. What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the hell about a sidebar. Welcome everybody to Tom Clancy's <laughs> a Locked On podcast. I've only been doing this for ninety-seven episodes, and I've completely forgotten how to do an intro to this little thing. So thank you everyone who's tuning in tonight live at Locked On Lads Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash Locked On Lads. Gee, I'm rusty tonight. It must be this late, late hour that I'm up at 8.30 at night. Oh, my God. This is ridiculous. I'm Wilco. I'm joined tonight by the young Cal. How are you going, mate? Good, mate. For Thursday, I've uh, tricked, I've treated. I've dressed up as a uh, 30-something-year-old uh, dad of two. So, you know, stay true to my form. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I'm oh. ready to... Uh, do a bit of bit of uh, podcasting. I was I was really looking forward to the uh, Jack Ryan uh, cosplay, but uh, sorry, not cosplay, trick or treat outfit. But anyway, it's all good. Not tonight. Maybe next year. I'm not an agent. I'm an analyst. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, joining us tonight for for very very brief amount of time is McDad as well. How are you going, mate? <laughs> what do you mean a brief amount of time? You've just awkward. <laughs> you went at the staff meeting, were you? <laughs> you've, you've teed up the whole That's intro to this dumb. podcast, saying I'm I'm just muting myself. I'm just going to sit here. I've got nothing to talk about. What are we doing tonight? Well, I'm still going to be here. Just be muted. That's all. He's here okay. for moral support. Yeah. How are you, mate? How are you, mate? It's been. Too I'll, long. I'll interject when you talk too long about nonsense, like you usually okay, do. Okay, so let's talk about nonsense then, Cal. How has the Sim Farm been going for you, anyway? You're not playing Sim Farm? No. Sim Farm? Me? No. No. No, no. I've been playing uh, Work Late to Do Stupid Hours Simulator, which is by no means fun for anybody. So, but anyway. Mate, you, you want to talk about long hours? You, uh, I'm not going to. No, 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 no. no. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I got up no, at 3.30. I went to bed at 3.30. I tired. No, I went to bed at 1.30, thank you, and then woke up at 3.30, and then went back to bed at, at 7.30. <laughs> it was great. Um, for those playing at home, I did 31,000 steps on Monday, worked for 14 hours. It was a really, really fun day. So, we got your parcels we to all, you, we though. All That's have, the main we thing. We all have different versions of fun, by the way. Yeah, um, I was... Each day I, around. I was very sore the next day, but I think it's also something I'll talk about later, why I was very sore and why I'm still very sore right now. Uh, sitting is fun. It's called cool uh, getting old, Wilco. It is very old. I need we we delivered a wheelchair the other day, and I'm like, I could really steal that and use that for myself. To be honest, the way I feel right now. But anyway, McDad, what have you been doing, mate? What have you been playing? Talk to me about the division, oh, please. Oh, just division. Mate. That's it. Yeah, doing some raids, uh, getting some more gear. Managed um, mm. to round up a few perfect pieces. So, um, nice. haven't put them into a build because, yeah, builds. You know. So you haven't got thirty five builds yet. No, I'm still using the same build. I've improved my oh, build. Yeah. It has improved. Is this the Aces and Eights build? Uh, yeah, I've improved that one, and I've just got another one that I've been using that's a completely off-meta build, which is working quite well, I believe. Sweet. And are you going the DZ anymore? Yeah, I went in DZ on Monday night, I think it was, um, with Banks. Yep. Uh, tested out my one-shot build. Works quite well, especially on Banks. And it does one-shoot. <laughs> you, did you watch your yeah, did you? constantly yeah <laughs> oh, nice. so, uh, but that would have gone down well yeah um yeah well some of the targeting targeted loot in there uh 
D&H was in there the other day, so yep. I went in there just to get a few pieces there. But... Hey, how are you finding the targeted lead? Is it is it useful? You it is, yeah. To if, be able to do that? if you know what piece you're chasing, which is yeah. generally the issue. If you don't know what you're chasing, well, then, yeah, it's a bit pointless. And mm-hmm. some of it's just for missions, which I find's a bit... I don't know, you got to keep playing the same mission over and over again. It's not quite as interesting as if you do. You know, the Dark Zone's pretty good because you can do a fair bit while you're in there. Yeah, sure. Did sure. you end okay. up going back into Kenley College or not? Yeah, me and, oh, no, me and Stevie did it last week. I That's think, right. But yeah. But there wasn't no, much else there. You haven't gone. You, have, you yeah, haven't been drawn back into that anymore. No. Because it's long content. It's one, it? is one and done, I reckon. Okay. And they didn't. They didn't mix it up too much, which is a bit disappointing. I thought there'd be like a whole new. Yeah, I mean, they, they did that use. modifier with the explodey, which you which you like. But mm. I don't know. Let's see what they do the next time that comes in. They might do something a bit more interesting. Um, so it's off at the moment, or it's about to go off, isn't it? I think it's about to go off. Yeah. Yeah, and then two weeks off, two weeks on, kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. um, well, that's cool. And but nothing else happening. Just work, work, work maybe. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, dreaming about the days when we recorded live at PAX one year ago yeah, today. Well, was, that was a little highlight yeah, of the day, yeah. See that on Facebook. A bit of reminiscing. Mm. That was good. Yeah. I'm, I'm wearing the same shirt in, in protest of not being there. <laughs> you, um, I don't think you've ever gotten I out of that shirt, it off. have you? It smells a little bit, actually, yeah, to be it's honest. Awkward. Oh, lucky it's not smell vision anyway. But Cal, have you actually been playing any games? You haven't had a chance to play much Ghost Recon, I Oh, mate, I played a little bit of Ghost Recon last weekend, but not a lot, to be to be fair. As I said, um, real loss, been kicking my ass six, six ways till Sunday. So um, I'm hoping, fingers and toes crossed, that that, comes, that, that little, uh, little spate of inactivity is going to finish up uh, tomorrow night and over the weekend. And... Uh, yeah, I'll get back into it because I am dead keen to finish it. So, um, yeah, got that. And I've admittedly jumped down and drank the Kool-Aid on um, Outer Worlds too. I've downloaded that. Okay. Um, I want to give that a bash just to see what it's like. I've, I've heard enough from enough people to to kind of think that it might be something that I'm, I'll, I'll possibly be keen on. But I don't, want to, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole yet just until I've finished Ghost Recon. Otherwise, yeah. something's going to get ditched and I, I don't think that's... Uh, I'll, I'll I'll regret it later. So were you a Fallout Three fan back in the day? No, no, Vegas, I, was, I haven't sorry. played I haven't played any Fallout games. Um, and and I, and I've I guess the advice I heard and it's a big big shout out to the to the eight bit crew is, um, Ali Hart was saying that she's never played um, any of those games either and loved Outer Wild. Mm. So I'm like, well, yeah, okay. All right, we'll see how we go. Well, if Ali so, likes it, it must be good. Must be good, right? You know. That's it. <laughs> no, like I, I think I'll, I'm, I'm still, I'm still all about the that Ghost Recon life, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'll see if it might be just a, like a crazy little stream or a little little gameplay on a Sunday or something like that, just to see how it goes. You can always delay your enjoyment of that game, anyway. Exactly. And how about yourself, big fella? What have you been up to? Been what are you racing? Been yeah, that's a lot of work. Yeah, it's my racing is my life at the moment. Um, I'm actually for the first time today. So there's there's a website that you can subscribe to that does your live timing stuff, which you then put on your overlay, so it actually makes it look a lot more professional. So I'm actually going down that rabbit hole at the moment to try and um, spruce up the stream so that when I actually start going back to race properly, which will be the next week or two, uh, it does look a little bit more presentable. Um, mm-hmm. 
because it will be a lot of me just racing against and not talking to the audience. At least there'll be some stuff there for people to see what's actually going on and more, more understanding of it. But it, first tests of that today, I got it running and that was a big feat. Um, nice. But now it's running. It actually looks pretty good. So now it's going to be a matter of going in and, and playing with the settings until I've got exactly what I want up there and seeing um, what it can do. So, yeah, I've got some ideas and... Um, Especially now I'm actually, I think I've talked about before, I've gone through the rookie classes and stuff and I'm now in the the D-class license stuff. So it's a little bit getting a little bit more competitive, um, yep. a little bit more serious. But C-class is where it's at. So they're, at that stage, you're pretty much, they, they're televised events if you get in the top splits, like they're really with the fast guys. So that's sort of the aim. I definitely want it. Supercars has been the one that I've been aiming for from the start and I'm probably three or four races away from from getting into the supercars league so that's that's the aim at the moment uh but other than that yeah just dreaming of a day when i can actually sit down and play ghost recon breakpoint to be honest that's the regret i've got at the moment like you said um that you don't want to have it's the i'm sitting here wanting to play ghost recon breakpoint but i'm just not getting the time at the moment because work is being nuts as you as i alluded to before uh we had our biggest second biggest day of the year ever uh third biggest day in since i took over in so that's 18 month window uh on monday and that's been fun uh other than that got a little present from our friends at ubisoft australia which i'm yeah, not wearing that was tonight. awesome yeah just randomly turned up lovely tnt leaving half the package hanging out of the package but that's okay i uh, got this little cool Skeltech usb key which actually has all the uh, there's three anyway, US, uh, the password and admin codes for the Skilltech website, so I can check oh, them out later. Oh, nice. You can um, do all the stuff that we've been trying to find. Yeah, so which is probably already out there anyway, but uh, it's also got some um, some cool little pictures and a map, so there's not a lot of stuff on there, but it's just a really cool USB stick, to be honest. Um, I love it. And uh, I've got a shirt, a hat, a uh, little letter about you know your journey into to Ghost Recon. Uh, come join us kind of thing which i think was just a leftover one from launch day and there's a cool little water pouch that's a little plastic water pouch i can fill up so water bottle type of thing so that looks pretty cool but all thanks to ubisoft australia you guys rock and thank yeah. you for that little surprise in the mail uh, i haven't posted about it yet because I've, I've been a little bit sore and sorry and not quite sociable the last couple of weeks so uh, but hopefully get to the bottom of that and and, and do that soon so um, but yeah, I want to play games. Oh, I did actually play some games over the weekend. I forgot about that. Not Tom Clancy games, but I played that Link, Star Link's Awakening on on Switch because I travelled down okay. to Melbourne to get drunk for a weekend. So that was good fun. How was how was Melbourne? Yeah, <sighs> it was really good. I walked four and a half k's on Saturday morning for breakfast, and then Jesus ended up Christ. two two blocks away from my hotel room where I actually found the place that I wanted to eat breakfast. <laughs> Did you know the cartel actually runs a lot of the restaurants around there? I'm walking down this side alley looking for a place to eat, and these, these two big henchmen are like, you need breakfast, mate. I'm like, no, you need mate if you want breakfast. I'm like, dude, dude, leave me alone. I swear, I swear they're going to break my arm. Um, so I got out of there quick smart. But yeah, I couldn't find anything. I then I eaten at a really bad place. But uh, yeah, I didn't do what I wanted to do. I wanted to catch up on a lot of the... Um, Jack Ryan from season one because obviously we are literally hours away from from season two starting, which yes. is pretty exciting. And we'll talk about that, I guess, later. And um, 
Yeah, I wanted to catch up, but I just didn't get time. <laughs> I'm sitting there watching iRacing on, on YouTube, catching up on, on races and stuff, which is cool because the kids are loving that as well. So, uh, But yeah, that is my time in Melbourne. I got really drunk. You saw photos of me really drunk. I bought a white shirt for the occasion. Mm. It had red wine all over it by like, within 12 hours of me purchasing said what white shirt. So, oh, you goose. Yeah, shout out to our mate Haas. He's going to be joining us in some Ghost Recon soon, actually. he's was That's all he wanted to talk about on the night was how he oh, was having Ghost Recon Breakpoint. So, oh, that's good. Yeah, we'll get him in and have some games with him soon, hopefully. So, yeah, that's... Nice. Oh, I'm really waiting for McDad to cut me off here. I don't know what's going on here, but... Um, it's, it's all good, I guess. We'll go yeah. into some early news. Stacey and Stella. Um, we got news this week, I think. Maybe Butters, That's... can you do the Rainbow Six stuff? <laughs> no, I'll do Rainbow Six because he's not yep. here. Um, there is no Rainbow Six patch notes reading. Uh, in ASMR because I can't do that and I don't even know where the patch notes are so there's probably been patches and with stuff and, and things but it's not from me this week uh, there is a lawsuit though going against a uh, cheater who's been bragging about how much money he's making off getting people uh, or, or through hacking and stuff like that mm. so he's a Dutch man and he's making lots of money and Ubisoft he? wants a he, cut. He's, so. he's not a man, isn't he? A boy, isn't he? Sort of like oh. 15 or 16 or something he's, like that. And they, they're going after him. That was sort of the original yeah. kind of a bit, eh, you're not cool about this. And then everyone just went, no, nah, but he's hacking. Go after yeah, him. Yeah, he's hacking. Get him. Take him out. So they've been very proactive, to be honest, from the start. And like even just on the whole toxicity thing in the game, uh, they've really been going on that. But the DDoS thing just recently, and now this, they they really don't want their game. Um, basically, they want their game to be enjoyable for anyone whenever they jump in, and it's it, it is the biggest thing. When like I've got a lot of Rainbow Six people on my Twitter feed, and eighty percent of the tweets I see from them are, you know, either this is toxic or this is, um, just cheaters everywhere. Can you do something, please, about this these cheaters? So. Um, it's really, really good to see them really going, um, going along with that and, and actually doing things about it. So, you know, yeah. do this guy as much like just, yeah. Or this kid, yeah, yeah. Like get him away from the game. But why would you be bragging about it? Like, that's just gonna, I don't know. Yeah, he's a ghost. You're not that smart at that age, I guess. Uh, the other thing is, I guess out of the earnings call, which we'll talk about that in depth. I guess later because a lot of interesting stuff in that, uh, including some interesting info about the sales figures of two of our biggest games that we talk about right now. Uh, mm. But uh, th- there was a mention about crossplay functionality, which we sort of thought would have would have turned up by now, at least cross save eventually, especially mm. with the big Stadia deal that they've got going. Uh, but he did say it's uh, Ease Gumont who was under fire in this um, this uh, this earnings call. So, but he did say uh, that cross-play functionality is well on the way. Uh, and they're basically, since PS4 opened the floodgates and let anyone do it, that uh, it will happen eventually. So it's on the way for games like For Honor and Rainbow Six Siege, which is what we're talking about. So what I would like to see, though, is cross-progression, uh, especially with Rainbow Six Siege, where my content that I own on PC... 
will come across a PS4. I know that's not going to happen because that's not how Destiny does it, but um, stats and stuff like that would be really cool. It would make me keener to play a bit of PS4 stuff, but are you interested in cross-play for, for Rainbow Six Siege? Is that what probably the mm-hmm. least likely game you'd probably want to add it to? to for honest? me, it would be. I mean, like, I, yeah, I'm notoriously a, a one, one, one platform kind of guy, so it doesn't necessarily phase me that much um that said i think there needs to be some kind of cross-play transition between steam and some of the previous ubisoft games that particularly in the uplay um portfolio because at the moment i've technically got two copies of rainbow six one which i've got a bunch of kit on and another bunch that i've don't and I could go and play effectively all the operators from, you know, in, in the Uplay one, which I don't have open in my Steam one, <laughs> but I don't have the skins and all the other stuff I've collected. So it's kind of like, a, oh, you know, which one do I use? Steam's a pain in the ass, particularly the way it updates and everything else like that. I think that's where there would be some value as well. Mm. And I don't think, and, I, and, and I'm not just talking Ubisoft. I think that's a, probably something that needs to be discussed across across um, platform, across developers, actually. And in fact, I think the complete side note, but there were some posts floating around about EA and Steam earlier this week, yeah, wasn't there? Yeah, EA's back on Steam. Back on Steam. Mm, so again, what, what, what happens years, there? I think. Yeah, but what happens there, right? Like again, like if you've got an EA um, uh, you know, subscription and you've got games under that, does that automatically translate to Steam? Uh, yeah, I don't know how that would work, actually, to be honest. I don't know. Um, it's it's, it's yeah. going to be something that's going to rear its ugly head. But anyway, I, I, like, yeah, I, I don't really have a position on it because I am a one-platform kind of guy. I'd McDad, I don't know, mate. You, you, do you, have a, do I you, don't you play know. multiple? I don't know how, how it would work, PS4 to PC. Um, yeah, that, that doesn't seem like a good fix for Rainbow Six I don't know. Siege. <laughs> how are you going to do the... I don't know, you're going to have auto aim assist, do you? Yeah, see how yeah, they do with all that. What they do with Ghost with Call of Duty at the moment is its controllers is one pool, and keyboard and mouse is the other pool. So they could do that, but it's pretty much then splitting it back to PC and PS4. Um, so For Honor, I guess, is a different story, but I don't know a lot about that, so it's not really my area to talk about. But um, Rainbow Six Siege is a weird one for them to say, yeah, definitely, it's coming to. Like you said, it just. There's a big skill gap there yeah. between keyboard Division and mouse. Division, I could see. Division would work quite, quite well, I think. Um, I think so too, and I yeah. think that's where it's more exciting, uh, especially with um, the Division Two and a, a little bit too for Ghost Recon, I guess. Mm. Um, like I said, still in the, with those games, what I'd prefer to see is cross progression or cross save above anything else. That's the more important thing I want to see. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with that. I don't think we're far away from it though. Like, I think it's something they can do. Well, I think cross-progression is easier than cross-play, isn't it? I'd imagine. I would assume so, because you're, you're using Uplay anyway. Like, you you attach your Uplay account to whatever game you're playing. So and it's apparently got... saves your progress to the cloud anyhow as yeah. well. But what, what is it saving, I guess, is the thing. Is it just saving... Your stats and your data, and what? then that, that just... Uh, and, and your unlocks, I guess. And yeah, like and it's, it's all just like code. Kind of like it's Uplay just... stuff you hit, so... Yeah, yeah, it mustn't. It mustn't be saving any other form of digital asset. Maybe that's what they're 
Because there's nothing on with... your PC anymore that it saves anyway. And like, well, what about your character? Well, I mean, that's the thing. What no, about that's characters in the in the cloud? Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, is it? Cloud. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I'm pretty yeah, sure people have gone through save files. PC. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure people have gone through save files on all the machines, and they've found that they're not on on PCs, PS4s, or Xboxes. They're all with you with Ubisoft. So okay. Uh, especially with Ghost Recon Breakpoint being online only as well, so you're always having to access their servers at any one point in time. And Stadia just opens it up because Stadia is just basically streaming from the from the servers anyway. So. Yeah, it's direct content content yeah. delivery. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 got to be there. And I just wonder if that's a conversation he didn't mention, whether it wasn't understood. Like maybe he implied that, but it's a com- like he's talking to investors and. and well, didn't quite, I've I'll, I think that might dovetail into some stuff that I'll talk to once we talk about the next bit of news that has come out of the earnings response, which yeah. um, I'll let you go to in a minute. And I've got an idea in my noggin that's probably a bit tinfoil hat, but hey, who knows? But anyway, hey, keep that's going. what we do here, isn't it, McDad? No. Okay. <laughs> that was perfect some of us do <laughs> the, 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 the imp- no got nothing let's move on to the final little bit of uh, that's news that's what we do okay, nothing. nothing yeah that's it a lot of nothing to be honest uh, Challenger League has started up so we're at the end of season 10 where of, of Rainbow Six Pro League so we know who dropped out and we know who's in the ape uh, the world finals and we know the talent for the world finals. We talked about that a little bit last week, I think, for the draw. Uh, we did because the draw was out. The talent, though, congratulations, Dev Marta, for getting uh, the ticket booked to go to Japan to help on the analyst desk again. So that's really good to see. Congratulations, mate. Did I see today's um, already in Japan? Could be. I just... It, it's very close to the final so yeah just mm. congratulations that he actually gets to be in the same room as Matt Andrews again They're, those two beautiful men in, in the same room is, is a bit scary but uh, that means it's Challenger League time and you can check it all out on R6ANZ on their Twitch channel uh, not tonight because they finished the games but uh, there's been three matches so far or three sort of sets of two Happened so far, and Team Cryptic is on top with two wins. Uh, Monkey Business is also on top with two wins from two matches. Uh, Rhythm and Homeless are one win, one draw, or one loss, one draw for Homeless because they played each other. So they they had the draw the first match, and then Rhythm came out to win the second one. And a pretty close match. So if you want to check out any of the matches, uh, the Rhythm Homeless one, which is the old Acme Boys um that is one to check out. And then we had also uh, Read My Aggression and Team 53. So Read My Aggression, I'm pretty sure, was a team that lost to Cryptic. Uh, and uh, Team 53 was one lost to Monkey Business. I can find that out right now, though. Yes, that was correct. So that's the results from the first two play days of Challenger League. So look out because two of those teams will be going through to pro league and you'll hear a lot more about them in season 11 so oh. do we touch on division two news because there is none like that yeah there is none correct yep no state of the game yeah. this week um no state of the game which I'm means the sure whole they didn't even announce they weren't going to do it until so so could you say that the uh, state of the game is uh delayed Maybe you know, cause that's next it. week. Are we, are we, are we, no, no, I just can't. No, okay, I'm just going on with a theme here. 
He just wanted to make you feel as awkward as he could. That's great. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I got up this morning ready to look it up and then all of a sudden I looked at Twitter. I didn't and like, find it. I'm like, what's going on? I, I, I just want to do a shout out. I just want to do a shout out to Bond Diesel because his tweets were hilarious where he just said, um, there is no state of the game. I will not be making notes. Oh, we're not, not covering be... this one. Yeah, please, please do not follow my tweets or something like that. It was just like a complete... He literally took what he normally writes and just like flipped it. And don't. I went, yeah, put the word yeah, don't just, in there Just times. don't. I just went, yep, yeah, well played. Um, I guess the other bit of news that's technically Division 2 related, McDad, is you can mention that there are some Locked On Lads mugs now in the massive uh, studios. Yes. Yes, yeah, so two, two there. Um Two, mate. Two. I can't say who they went yes, to, though. Top secret. Top secret. Mm. So, but See, there's... I reckon... I have a theory. I have to, there you go. There's another theory we can... Oh, put here we go. Get my hat on. Hat on. There's a reason why there's no state of the game. They were arguing over which mugs oh, to use. It could be, yeah. Do yeah. they use the black one? Do they use the blue one? Should like, that could have just ruined the stream. Like, just like, nah, that's it. Locked on lads.com slash online store to get yours now. Mm. Um... Yeah, so that that happened. That's all the really news we got for Division Two. We'll be back next week for more Division Two news. But this week, Ghost Recon mm. Breakpoint, boys. So we have a roadmap because we got an apology letter because yep. apparently the game isn't liked by the masses but loved by the min- min- minimum, mm-hmm. um, which is us, unfortunately. Uh, so. I guess what to take out of it is they've basically promised to double down on making this game a little bit more different to Wildlands, uh, making it a little bit more survival-esque, but then giving you the options of not making it survival-esque. Yep. Uh, so more choice is what they kept on hammering down, is what the Ghost Recon franchise has always been about, apparently. Uh, but it is a, being a military sim, so they're, they're doubling down on that as well. Um, lots of post launch content coming uh it's fixing up the ink to be honest yeah yeah they they seem to be <sighs> yeah okay um <laughs> i love the game so i don't yeah. know yeah anyway but ai teammates is coming they keep on coming back on that which i'm not a fan of that idea uh i've said that yeah, from the neither start am I. neither but... am i now that now that we've now that i've mastered the sync drone well know how to use it um yeah. I, I don't want them because they weren't like, it'll go back to what, and we've talked about this before, Ghost Recon Breakpoint isn't Ghost Recon Wildlands 2. No. It's a spiritual successor. It's not a direct... And you, I mean, you get to see the tweets. Oh, I wanted a, well, I wanted a sequel to Wildlands. Yeah. If it was a sequel to Wildlands, it would have been... Completely, they would have brought in... They yeah. would have, you would have had, you know, Pat Katari dropping random shit in the middle of nowhere. You would have had... Um, you need to add soldiers doing really weird shit. You would have had rebels that, you know, run, run mindlessly into battle. You had all this different stuff that was from, from the first game, and you don't. It was deliberately made to be a spiritual successor. Yeah, so like, it's going to completely change the difficulty of that game, to be honest, Like, and it's going to change mm. the fundamental gameplay of mm. of playing i'm like, probably not going to i i'm hoping they I'll, give you the opportunity to toggle them because i'm not going to play with them yeah no I, they have to give they've talked about choice this whole way through they yeah. have to make it a toggle option and i won't and like just seeing yeah the ai mm. just gets on getting away in the wild lands but anyway um mm. so title update 1.0.2 came out obviously a couple of weeks ago we did talk about that we uh, we've got a title update 1.0.3 coming in mid-November, and at the mm-hmm. end of November, we've got title update 1.0.3.1. 1. 
that's impressive that we're getting already this far in advance being told about 0.01 of an update. Yeah. Uh, early December, we've got the raid. Mm. Um, surprises me that it's still going ahead this early in the gameplay. Um, if that stays true, but that is something that we now have to get ready for. We have to get raid ready uh, now, which is good to know we've got I'm, that much time. I'm wondering, I'm wondering if it's, a, it's not like... Uh, given the given the gameplay mechanic, and I I just want to I just want to touch back on the survival element. I have said before that the survival element's underbaked in this game, so I think it's mm-hmm. a bigger it's a big applause to them that they've listened to that, and there is a there is an element of group out there that we've talked about that kind of want it to go too far in one direction and go more towards armor, which I don't think is the right choice. No. But I would enjoy having to manage almost a bit like that survival that we've been wanting out of the division too, having that ability of like you're hungry, you're thirsty. Um, and you know, you get tired, you do need to use a bivouac, that kind of thing where it actually forces you to do a bit of resource management. You can't just simply like, cause at the moment the crafting of materials, except for things like um, explosives is yeah. a waste of time because you don't use it. There's no added value. Like you get 10, 20% of bits and pieces, but it doesn't significantly add enough value to, or bonus to the game to tip tip your, now mind you only sort of two, a third through the game to a half through the game. Maybe it's different when you get towards the, 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 the pointy end. But I, I, at the moment, I've got a fair bit of consumables that I don't touch. Yeah. So I'm hoping... always, It felt like that was always going to be the case. Like I just didn't use anything mm. in my my runs through. So. Yeah. So I'm hoping I'm hoping that this this rework for if you want to, it forces you down that road. Um, like I said, if they want to, you know, part make it part of the extreme mode and yeah. ratchet it up, so you have to worry about fatigue. You have. I would to worry love about... a harder difficulty. I guess that mm. they might bring in. Um, the tier system or something like that from Wildlands or, or yeah, something like I that. I'd rather, I'd rather have a, a checkbox going, you know, ghost mode or something like that. And it yeah. automatically switches. Even it, like, it doesn't even need to ratchet up the the AI that much. It needs to be though, you know, all those survival elements get added in. Because I'm sure there'd be, you know, players out there, all the ones that are doing the no HUD stuff that would cheer at mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So anyway... But yeah, That's, so the big yeah. thing they get back to is choice, um, and and of, and working on the technical state of the game at the moment, which is I hear people having problems out there with it. I haven't played the console version, so I th- I heard there was issues over there. I haven't had a problem yet. Um, or not yeah, haven't, but I don't think I have. Not nothing that sticks out to me anyway. Um, but yeah, that's the good thing that they're going to finish polishing off some of the the bits that aren't working for some people. Hmm. Uh, Project Titan though. Uh, release in early December is going to be cool. And like I said, mm. I'm going to have to start getting raid ready for that. Um, the loot system is going to apparently be changeable. <laughs> so whether you want it to be more important or less important, it sounds like they're giving you the option for how much the, the level of a, a gun or rarity of a gun makes a difference, I guess. So yeah, okay. I don't know how that's going to work, um, but they've, they've heard people don't like it and some people love so, it. So long as there's no reference to whiskeys and glasses, I'm, I'm all down oh, for that. There will that's be whiskey fine. in glasses, I guarantee oh, yeah, you. yeah, but you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, so, and then the last thing is this Terminator Live event is coming into mid-late December. Mm. Oh, sorry. Mid-December to end of January. 
That's a big window, but it is happening. So obviously, yeah. There's but ga- take into consideration you've got Christmas and New Year and yeah. all that who are in it. That's a fair window, right? Yeah. So that's and then episode two is after January at this stage. So hmm. there's a lot of content there, which is cool. Um, a lot of updates, which is is good to see as well. Tran- very transparent. So that's the big thing at the moment. There, they're taking leaf out of the Division Two's or Division One's book and just basically is telling it as it is. Um, yeah, the mm. tone is good. It's they're, they're just basically saying, "Hey, we're going to make this even better than what it currently is." If you love it, mm. and if you don't love it, and you but you are keen to to play some Ghost Recon, we're going to make it a game that you may enjoy. Then, so that mm. is cool. The the pedigree's there for Ubisoft. So, um, if Eve Gumont keeps his job, I guess it'll be good. Because. Yeah. What risk of that is, though, really? I mean, uh, apparently the investors, the investors were pretty upset during this uh, this financial call, from what I understand. So uh, we will see <laughs> when yeah, the people okay. with the money turn around and say we don't like this person, then there's a problem there. Uh, but yeah, look, I love the guy. He's an amazing person and needs to stay in, in the helm as much as he can, crashing yeah. those helicopters wherever he can. Uh, in games, in games, just in put games, it, just put games, it out there, not real life. Games. So. <laughs> That brings us into, I guess, the topic that happened, which is everything got delayed. <laughs> ah, did everything get delayed, though? Because did uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2 get delayed? Doesn't have release date, so therefore it technically cannot How be can delayed. it get delayed? Fair it, point. It, it may not even be re- get released, so technically... Oh, that's the vaporware. Okay. It and Skull and Bones are, are somewhere out there in the ether being made, apparently... Somehow, hmm. we'll see. They will be next generation titles. Is Avatar <laughs> then, being, being played? Yes, because it doesn't have a release date either. <laughs> I guarantee you that whatever they're working on that hasn't got a release date yet, that was planned to be on or around when these games were supposed were are being delayed too, will be getting pushed back a little bit. Because otherwise, they're going to have like five or six titles coming out at once, which looks cool. But you're then competing against each other for for your own things, and and when you've got a subscription service like Uplay Plus, you want a thing, you want things to come out gradually to keep people invested, not yeah, drip fade up, not it not put it all bit, in one window. It seems a bit funny that they're delaying everything because I okay, it doesn't make sense to me. Like Division Two I, was I, was highly rated when it first came out. Yeah, I have a theory about this. And it's based around Stadia, and it's based around the next-gen consoles. I would not be surprised. There's two things. First one being lessons learned from Breakpoint. We all had a gut feeling that Breakpoint was rushed, and to a certain degree, we are. You know, a certain degree, we were right. Esque, right. The second part of that is, I'm wondering if the APKs or the uh, all the all the dev kits for the next-generation consoles have all been fed out. And everyone's looked at it and gone, oh shit! Um, all the ba- all, if we wanted to make this compatible with all the next gen consoles, a la Stadia, um, we're going to have like to properly use its capability and the PS5 and all of that. We're going to have to do some serious rework of some engines. So they're mm. all going back to square one, and it's just pushed everything out. That's mm. my possible theory on it. That's I mean, apart from the fact of trying to stem the bleeding a little bit of or not not following shit after shit or not shit after shit but not following half-baked game after half-baked game maybe they're taking all the micro transactions out 
that's yeah, and it's and, well. and, it, and it's a lot harder to do than what they originally thought. Uh, yeah, look, the like uh, yeah, the the whole uh, MTX I, thing I it is a storm in a teacup anyway, really, really. Yeah. But anyway, I look, I take it on face value because mm. what he did in that financial call was very honest and very open. He didn't have to be as blatant as he mm. as he as he was. So I think if he was hiding anything. It, look, if, if he said, look, all these games, we can make them easily upgradable to the next generation of consoles. We can release them just before and then have have them be ready to launch at day one with the new ones. Then he would have gone, hey, we've got this great opportunity to do that. Because um, I don't think it's going to be much work for them to do that. The, the, the key point is that he, he mentioned in this thing is we found out that people who like our live service games don't like resetting them and having sequels so close to the launch, which Ghost Recon was like, what, two and a half years between mm-hmm. launch of the Wildlands versus Breakpoint. I think this is a... Quarantine's the weird one in there because I don't know why, unless Quarantine just wasn't ready, which I, I take it on face value that they want these games to be coming out and, and people going, these are good games. They work really well. Go play them if you're liking this, rather than yeah. oh, these are messes. Don't yeah. Quarantine is a funny one because the asset base is there. Yeah. So what's missing? And and it would have fit that window perfectly. So, look, what I what what I see is that is polish is one thing. They they don't want the criticism. Like they the hate mob hit Ghost Recon Breakpoint hard, and it was mostly about the quality of the game. And how rushed it was. And look, I 100% still stand by my statement that it was supposed to be in March. Mm. Watch Dogs Legion was supposed to be in October when they launched Uplay Plus. They can't launch Uplay Plus without a big title to say, hey, you get this game for free if you sign up now. So Watch Dogs Legion got pushed and they went, Breakpoint, can you guys be ready? Yeah. All they wanted, all they wanted, Legion. Legion went, no, nah, mate, we're nowhere near ready. No, that's that's originally they would have had yeah. that, I reckon, and they've pushed it back and they've got a break point, we've got to bring you forward. Mm. And now I think it's just over the whole... Division 2 is a weird one, okay? So it's critically acclaimed. It would be up there with my game of the year at the moment. It's McDad's game of the year. Mm. Like, it's the most hours anyone's put in for this. And I've heard no one say really bad things about the Division 2. Okay, go six months on, maybe... You can talk about the player base is, is is having issues with it, but at launch in that first three to six months, first oh. three to five months, it was brilliant. It was lauded, yeah, absolutely. Yet it underperformed. So, what were their targets? Yeah, but like you come back to the the high. point. I think the targets were way too high, mm. but I think it comes back to that key statement about we learn, we launch when we launch a, a games as a service, which is what all these games are. When we do the sequel, people don't like it when it's too close, and I think three years is is too close. And I mm. said that for, I, I, I before think Division one, Two got between one and two and Division. I think it's perfect. I thought it was quite good. I could have done a little bit more time because having the full reset is always hard in those type of games when you put in. I I think Division Two was good timing because of Division One play base had dropped off, and I think that's probably another point. A lot of people got burnt by Division One, so why would they come into Division Two anyway? Yeah, that's right. I think yeah. a lot of a lot, lot of the general public. Shot. I mean, a lot of the general yeah. public, not yeah, not the people. people who loved it and, and and the hardcore. Like as soon as I, you know, 
Joe down the road who, who plays three games a year bought the Division 1 and went, oh, crap, I'm standing in line for a computer. What the hell? Never <laughs> played this game again. And then all of a sudden, oh, Division 2's out? Yeah, no, thanks. Um, you're going to lose that small audience there just because of that. But definitely Ghost Recon Wildness, the Ghost Recon Breakpoint was too short. So they're mentioning yeah. the fact that it's too short is a very key statement because when do we get the division three now? Cause everyone would think, okay, three years apart. Sounds about fair. Are they now, we talking about the division two is going to be around for a lot longer now before we get the division three. Maybe or do we get a division three. I, I mm, don't know. I don't know. Like I'd, I'd, be, oh, I'd, I'd be very surprised being a, if it was another three years. Well, being a game as service, game, game as a service, do we, do we start to, st- stop seeing sequels in their true form like i i think is that something that 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 is that something uh, we start looking at dlc and we start looking at new like like destiny Destiny. i was gonna say that other one we're not allowed to say oh we're allowed to say it now (laughs) anyway yeah but i think destiny will be will be the model that if it succeeds where they go and they just drop that number two off the name and just call it destiny the destiny experience or whatever you're going to call it yeah and that's what it is from now on which is looks like what they're doing i don't think well well, how much of a frustration was it to the destiny player base when they said you can't bring your character over to destiny 2 that full reset is really hard when you've spent three thousand hours in a game you've got your character to the point you've got all this cool stuff Mm. And like what they've done with Shadowkeep, where it's a f- it's a soft reboot, where everyone gets to fast track up to the current light level, but everyone else who's done all their stuff gets to keep all that cool stuff. Hmm. I think that works really well, but I don't think they saw the big leaps and bounds in sales as what you would have got if they had have just said, "Hey, we're doing Destiny three, which is that's the problem when you're looking at investors and they want to see a big chunk of money. All of a sudden, you need that sequel. But if you want to look after your player yeah, base, you can that, do it. Yeah, the that's sequel because people, people have already judged, say Division Two. They're like, well, mm. that's an expansion. Why would I bother? I'm not going to play that. Yeah. Division, Division Three. Okay, new game. Let's see what they do this time. That yeah, is you start thing. talking. You start talking about different business models, though, right? Like a game yeah. as a service lends itself towards, and I guess the best way to explain it is a little bit like a TV show versus a movie, right? movie has a lot of front-end capital that you have to put up and it it's effectively a fairly large bet, right? And then you get that return on investment once the box office opens and everyone comes out and watches it. And shareholders of... And whereas TV shows, sure, there's a lot of front-end capital to get it up and running, but if it's popular to maintain that capital, I'm sure you're still funneling money yeah. into it, but you've already got that rolling income. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's much more of a fluid income once it's up and running yeah. and i think games i think there needs to be a bit of an understanding to inside both the de- development developer industry but also the investor that it's actually probably a good to have a strike a balance between having some games as service and those one shots mm. so that you do end up with that you know big injection of cash but you've got something there that's still kind of paying for your bread and butter yeah see they all want i like destiny's going to be a very 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 important lipness test for the industry if they mm. do go that way. If they can make it successful and never ever do a sequel to the division and yet keep the player base happy and, and Destiny mate. 
Destiny. Never do yeah. it. Never, never, don't do a Destiny three. Yeah. Yeah. If they don't do that and they just keep it rolling and that that becomes a successful model because originally Destiny one came out and everyone's like, that's what we want to do. Because it was good and it, and it got but it was massive and it was lauded like that too. Like it was lauded. This mm-hmm. is going to be a ten. Oh, here's plan. the next destiny. Here, look at Division One. This is the next destiny, and it, but it wasn't. Yeah. No. Um, and they never wanted to be, but they want that model of ongoing player base and ongoing money coming in. Mm. Um, so if Destiny, like Destiny Two, seems to be going, hey, we want to be like WoW. We wanted to be like WoW from the start. There's not a WoW Two. Let's oh. just, let's just, and, and look, honestly, if they bring back Destiny 1 Classic in five or six or seven years' time, you can t- tell exactly where they've got that from. Oh, sorry, Destiny Vanilla. Yeah. Uh, that'll be hilarious. But that that's that's the model they're following. There's nothing to do um, with Vanilla Destiny. How good would Vanilla Destiny be? It'd be great. I love that game. Do you but mean anyway. right back at the start Destiny or Destiny 1? So yeah, yeah, game. as in the year one. Year one, when the very. Yeah, and bring it on PC because I never got to play it. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, uh, it's thanks. on Steam now. You can do that. Um, <laughs> so I, I look it's five or six years times. I bet you that they're, they're mulling it over, going, "Yeah, let's do, do it." We, let's do it. Do we? Yeah. You just talk. But yeah, look, it. It, it's 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 going to be a very important thing for the industry uh, for lo- for games as a live service. Anyway, mm. uh, what this means for the next. Splinter Cell, I don't think that's going to happen unless this balks them enough that says we need to actually do what Cal says and we need to have big story driven games that are tentpole things that are going to make us lots of money quick along with these games of a service um, Rainbow Six Quarantine, uh, still the weird one but it is delayed now till sort of mid next year um, I don't know what that that is now. I don't mm. know whether they they know what the, that that is now. That they, they know they want to bring something out, but what it actually is, and whether it was not going to be, I don't know. It's a weird one that one. But obviously, Watch Dogs Legions will be out next um, next year. I'm very much looking forward to Quarantine because that's going to get me massively right back into Rainbow Six because I can just play it with you guys rather than playing against salty teenagers. So. Um, <laughs> can be really good so we can be salty look there's want. a lot it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's not many ubisoft games coming out for the foreseeable future which is weird to think like it's very weird to think so every sort of first quarter so that february march is always littered with ubisoft games mm. uh, well, and usually re- there for division year two i suppose depending on what they do there mm. Well, yeah, that's a big yeah. thing coming up. Like, what do they do for that? So, do we get a season pass version two? Do we get another episode four, five, and six? What what what's what's year two look like? Do they do a LucasArts and go do a prequel? Oh, they can't do that, can they? The <laughs> do it prequel. out of do it out of sync. Do the middle three, then do the back three, then do the last three. Division, division point five. <laughs> uh, um, uh, I think like, I think they're still working all that out. To be honest, they've done it. They've done their one point four reset like they did in Division One, yep. and it's and Do it's rebuilding. Th- and I think that's why it says that's the episodes have been so so sparse with what's in them. Do you not think this this whole thing changes what they've got planned for Year Two? I think it's just delayed it. I think some of the stuff that was Year One will probably be in Year Two now. Yeah. What was interesting. 
was just out of the fallout of all of this was every title the developers of that title wrote an open letter saying we're taking the advantage of this delay to do blah and it wasn't i read a couple of them and i don't remember seeing too much similarity between the two because even um roller ball or whatever that roller skating roller games, champions champions has been delayed as well mm. but each one it of the wasn't teams... ready when we saw it at UB. No, no, experience. I know that. I know that, but that's okay. and the other big, the other big thing you got to remember too is for those games that come out in February, March next year, these guys are going to be working extremely hard over Christmas to get those games mm. ready to launch. Then, which is another thing I think they wanted to avoid as well. Yeah, but the crunch. Yeah, yeah, which they they've never really done, but still, it's not something you really want to. No, not 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 something that's been overtly known anyway. Not in yeah. comparison to some other other game houses, but yeah. look, I'm yeah. looking forward to Roller Champions to be honest. And yeah, um, all like yeah, there's there's a lot of good stuff coming out, but just not at the moment. Mm. <laughs> so it's all going to be sort of May through to August um, with the new consoles coming out in fall. So yeah. Um, I wonder, I wonder, yeah, I, I just, it's going to be interesting to see, and I don't think we'll ever find out uh, exactly what happened, except for we just take it on on face value that these would, that they got hit hard with Ghost Recon Breakpoint. They said it was a, it was not a good launch, and it was the critically uh, panning of it, and also mm. the, the sales. So how, I don't how, know how whether. How do you think compared to um, the first Ghost Recon, Wildlands? Because it, as it far didn't as... seem like it launched that well either. It was one of their biggest titles, to to be honest. Division 1 and Wildlands sold through the roof. They were both two of their biggest titles. Mm. I mean, Division 1 was a a dark horse because I don't think they ever really expected it to sell as well as it did. And even then, it wasn't overly critically acclaimed. I mean, there was a few people that played Division 1 that weren't super... Like the critics were like, yeah, it's good, but and then it's because got its of, issues, but it's got its issues, and everyone was still riding the wave of you know well, riding the wave of um, Destiny and comparing it to Destiny at the time, yeah. and but it sold like hotcakes, like the the sales, like and I think I already it's remember a, it's one of the number one sales selling yeah. guys. Yeah, it's definitely and, their biggest launch at the time, and yeah, I and don't I, and I just, think Wildlands beat it to be on it. Wildlands no. would have it would be their second biggest. Yeah, but I do remember you like there was a few of the devs cheekily putting up sales figures, kind of going, "Yeah, critics, our game's that bad, huh?" Like yeah. there was a bit of that. And but, see, I don't know whether you play Plus really hindered a lot of the sales. Like I never physically purchased the PC version of um, Breakpoint. No, neither did I. So I don't know whether they this is their first foray into subscription model. So I. I don't know whether they've they've factored that in too well. Like everyone who wanted to play it basically got Uplay Plus. Would instead. they be? Would that, but that would be in their figures. They would see you who's would, downloaded it on Uplay. It, but that, uh, yeah. they're not they're not report. They're, they're saying the sales were bad, not the see the way Microsoft reports it is. Oh, our active players were massive. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but their sales were terrible. Right. I wonder if their KPIs are different, right? Like if it's a lot easier to. But I guess he would have mentioned that. He would have said, oh, look, the sales were bad, but we actually got XXX of, of subscriptions out of it, so it was a success. But 
I don't know. It, it definitely, mm. the the hate mob that hit it pretty hard definitely put a lot of people off. We know in our discords we've had people pop in, like the young Matty Perkins that says oh, he was going to play it, but because it got panned so much, he didn't. So, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a real thing that, mm. that happened and unfortunate for, for a game that actually is quite good at its core. And I think the betas were the the biggest cause of that like the betas just felt oh we had right. we had notable streamers not notable streamers notable youtubers yeah. panning it based on the beta yeah like seriously game. and going oh because mm-hmm. the beta is so close to the actual game de- yeah. delivery yeah. it can't it literally be was it ended two days before the oh, game launched <laughs> agreed but we all we all of us who played day one yeah noticed the differences now yeah that's a pretty naive approach to at least not go into it and go Oh, okay. This isn't as bad as it was during beta. I get it. The optics was shit, but yeah. it's pretty naive to go, nah, beta's yeah. crap. They couldn't have fixed it by the time they they released the game. Nah, it's yeah. it's meh. And I'm like, yeah, and I okay. think we talked about the UB experience with uh, with a few people down there that it was definitely a different audience they were aiming at for Breakpoint than Wildlands. And as we mentioned hmm. before, that there was definitely more of a a hardcore military sim to it and they seem to have missed that i don't know how but that was they did that more than wildlands and they apparently missed it but anyway they wound it back as i said it's underbaked but i think that's why you, you mentioned it they've noted that and they're saying we're going to do something about it so yeah which ubisoft to their credit for the last five or six years ever since vivendi came in and tried to buy them out the one thing they've done is listen to their community and eve's mm-hmm. just straight up being as honest and blatant as he was shows that that's what he's all about is the the, the family or the community that they built up around the games they, they said we've, we've listened we, we understand what we're doing wrong and we're now going to take that time to go forward and and improve that for the future so yeah look I'm, I'm happy with where it's at I'm sad that I won't get to play roller champions or rainbow six quarantine anytime soon or even legion I was looking forward to that but look it, they're going to be better for it. They're going to come out and, as I said before, Breakpoint launch. Do not think this game's ever going to get higher than a seven on Metacritic. It's just not going to happen. This mm. is not what Ubisoft does. Now, in a couple of years' time, we could be talking about oh, Ubisoft releasing another eight and a half, nine out of ten game that's that's super polished and doesn't have any bugs. Like that's the difference we could have from this one decision from him coming out and saying, "Hey, we, we made a mistake and we've listened." So. Mm looking forward to it as we should always be positive but mcdad you haven't stopped us we're at an hour what's going on you okay <laughs> sorry what what happened he fell uh, asleep we've lost did. him <laughs> we got that serious happens. that's the problem oh, i'm sorry <laughs> we don't often get serious no it's um yeah. that was a good conversation though refreshing i'm sure someone out there loved it yeah the, the one listener it's all good <laughs> thanks man Oh, oh, girl, whoever you are. Thanks, Thanks Butters. Thanks, You're a champion. <laughs> uh, so that leaves us with, I guess, what's happening in the week ahead. So, um, Cal, what what have you got lined up? Are, are you back to streaming with the workload? Yeah, mate. Down? Yeah, things are things are going to wind down. They're back to sane levels um, this week. So I reckon I'll be cracking out the Waffle House this weekend. Um, more Grace Recon. I'm dead keen tomorrow night and i did say this in the last podcast gore britannia just that's gonna be my halloween game i think i'll uh get on that play around with some brexit zombies and um you know what that and and unfortunately thanks to the uh 
thanks to and get it politically through it thanks to the the you know British Parliament um, <laughs> the guys from the guys from Gold Britannia almost had a perfect opportunity where they would have had a hard Brexit on October thirty first on Halloween. Yep. As if that's not a sign of, of uh, imitating <laughs> life. I don't know what is, but... The, the world is, yes, it's, it's a strange, a strange place. place. But um, no, I'll, I do want to get some turn-based cartoon-like cool action going, but definitely some more Ghost Recon over the weekend. Will we see you doing some iRacing this, on stream? Uh, okay. Soon, soon. I will talk about that in a sec. I just want to hear what my dad's got planned. What do you got planned, mate? I'll just be raiding, I think, mate, raiding and... And grinding for gear on Division Two. We should get you on our Mixer channel, probably, so you can stream yeah. over there. Yeah, I was even thinking about dropping into the Mixer channel and just you know out 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 uh, out populating Shroud. Really, you know, get more viewers than Shroud. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> who? Yeah, who? I know who, right? <laughs> I love that. We're gonna get, we're gonna talk Fortnite here for a sec. Uh, and Lady Gaga of all things, uh, Lady Gaga's tweet uh, where she started talking about what what's Fortnite. Mm. And then Ninja Ninja came back and he said, "Who are you?" And that was enough for me. <laughs> Just like yes. Um, anyway, so uh, look, I haven't been on much. I actually don't think I've streamed for like three weeks or so outside of the podcast. Um, I did my back about five weeks ago. I thought it was bad, but it came goodish. And I went to the Cairo today and he said, I've got major trauma in my back spinal area uh, from whatever I did. And it's basically causing my whole body to fight against this trauma to try and help it to keep my whole back structure together is the words he was saying. And which means that basically my whole immune system, my energy, everything in my body. Uh, What's that? Was it a witch doctor? No, he did look like it. He did look, no, I walked in, he just looked at me and gone, oh my God, what is wrong with you? And I said, a lot. And he sat me down and he, he'd say, he lifted up my left leg and pushed against it and said, push again, like hold, like push against my hand. And I did that and I could do it with my left leg, no problems at all. He then did it with my right leg, put my right leg up. And as soon as he put any weight on my leg, it just collapsed to the ground. I had no strength in my right leg. Did um, you do the thing where you he, go on your tippy toes? No, he didn't no. do that. He, great. um, he did all these different things that showed me that my right side is fucked and it's just got nothing. And my left side is now working twice as hard to try or three times as hard sometimes to try and make up for that. Um, what that means is basically whenever I'm not moving, I'm asleep. And I have noticed that for, and that's why I haven't been streaming. I've been going to bed at like seven thirty, And when I get home, I'm having naps. It's because my body's working so hard to keep itself together. Um, it's also, Today in particular and, and yesterday, my whole bottom half of my body is just in pain when I move. So, um, oh, no, he's, we're, we're working. Yeah, it's good fun. Mm. Uh, there's, a, there's a few other, like he rattled off all these different things. Like he said, you're going to have digestive problems, which I do. Um, he's going to, he rattled off like six or seven things. And I'm like, yeah, I've got all those problems. He goes, yeah, it was actually two things that were working against each other that was even worse. He said, I've, you're in a really bad way and we need to sort this out before it gets like seriously bad. And um, it's probably something we just have to manage for a long time um, rather than we'll ever fix. But uh, so look, I've got Cairo two days a week now until we can sort of sort this out. But he said 
the words were he said uh once we get this fixed you'll have energy for days you'll be bouncing off walls you will be absolutely a different person once we get this fixed this trauma fixed up your body won't be fighting itself it'll just be working as intended and you'll be back to to, well, to will you have fight. hamish come past and tell you it's working as intended because i don't think it's actually <laughs> it actually happens until he says it Oh, okay, we'll, we'll talk to him about it. We'll That's see if it. we can get a okay. mug off him and, uh, and sort that out. But yeah, so that leads into I am now currently working on an overlay for iRacing and we'll have a stream. Stream's happening soon. So how that works is Tuesday's reset day. So Monday will be my race day and Sunday will be my race day, whether I stream them on Mixer or here, depends on what Cal's doing. Yep. Um, so then the lead up, so Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, during the days will be my practice sessions and my time trials and just trying to practice the tracks and then hitting it hard for, for Sunday, Monday night on the ovals and on the rally and on uh, supercars. So they're my three disciplines I will be, be doing. So yeah, it will be happening and they're going to, if I can 100% sort this out, the iRacing overlays are going to look smick. They're going to have all kind of different data for you to to know exactly what's going on so they're gonna be really cool I'm, I'm really looking forward to it whether anyone actually watches or not is another thing but ah, okay. looking forward to it and they're definitely looking forward to getting into more ghost recon with the boys well yeah ha- um, will you have martin brundle commentating maybe yeah do it maybe i need some quick press buttons so I can get some audio happening. Yeah. Uh, because like you've noticed when I race in iRacing and I start doing commentary and I talk to myself a lot, I, I tend to make crashes. But that was when I was not that good. So I've actually come a long way. So I'm That's really, good. really happy with where I'm going. Uh, today I raced a NASCAR on Laguna Seca for the first time and actually didn't go all that bad, uh, except when I rolled it once. Help me, Ricky Bobby. Shh. Don't talk about that. I'm on okay. fire, Ricky Bebe. I fought, I fought through the field and actually took overtook some people, which was uh, I, I thought I'd be last. And coming last. Hmm. Okay, everyone, have a great night, and we will talk to you. <laughs> I just really now, where should we get you, McDad? Tom Clancy podcast. I'm going to put Tom Clancy on the side of the card. Then it ties in. There you go. Sponsorship deal. It's worth. McDad, where can people find you, mate? McDad seventy five. Sweet cow, where can people find you? Oh, lurking around the old Waffle House here on the on the Locked On Lads Twitch stream or uh, at cal underscore au underscore. Sweet, you can find us all at lockedonlads.com. You can find our Discord on there, lockedonlads.com slash Discord. Mm-hmm. Uh, all our social links are on there, including our Twitter, Locked On Lads. Surprisingly enough, uh, we can also find Butters at something. I don't know what he's changed to lately. Uh, could be anything. Uh, go isn't check he, out. Isn't he somewhere in? Isn't he currently somewhere in Texas eating barbecue? Uh, yeah, an eight-hour drive before through a an apoc- apocalyptic storm. He said, yeah, was and it was still better than my day." So yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly, it was way better than your day. So yeah, check him out. But yeah, lockedonlads.com slash uh, whatever will get you to all the things <laughs> online store. There's all kinds <laughs> of stuff over there. Um, the main thing is to lockedonlads.com slash Patreon will get you to our Patreon where you can help support us, help yes. us bring this cool content to you and thank you to all our Patreons out there at the moment. One of them's in chat and you're a lovely person. He is a uh, dead set legend. I didn't do my community thing. I'll Quick. do it next week. I had something no, in mind. I'll do it okay. next week. I'll talk about what it next about, week. Okay. What about uh, messages for 100? Uh, message for 100. You can do it at different places. Uh, hit us up at Locked On Lads on Twitter and we will show you those places. 
Uh, there's links. I will do a proper setup with the links this week and tweet it out or get our social manager to tweet it out. Uh, you can leave us a voice message. Uh, we will give you that link during the week. And I really do want them, please, if you can. Yes, uh, but yeah, we've also, if you're not in, if you're in our Discord, we've got a Discord channel. Someone saw I put it there. It's the 100th episode feedback. Last Wave is always the first one to post in it. So there's, it, go in there, give us your feedback in there if you can as well. Um, so definitely we'll have some stuff coming up next week is episode number 98 uh look forward to that and we'll catch you all then have a good one guys see you later bye Bye. catch up jack rides tomorrow yeet time to pack it up my work is done